Hello everyone and welcome back to the Commander's Forge. My name is Andy Bentley and the Commander's Forge is there for me to talk about magic, commander, and anything else that I deem necessary. Now, last week I did not record and I just put some stuff out on Twitter and just... Yeah, let's talk about it. So, for those of you who know me, understand that I, much like a perfectly healthy adult, tend not to deal with issues. I tend to push them down and contain them. The issue with doing so is containers can only hold so much. And after a while, the container breaks. So in this analogy, I was the container, and it was just a combination of everything that broke me. Uh, it didn't necessarily just have to do with the fact that somebody dropped out of my stream an hour-ish before the stream, and then I just couldn't find anybody, and it's not the fact that I've been working extra hours at work, for the past month and I'm still working extra hours at work and that's because of the next part which is car repairs which I have spent $3,000 on in the last four months I'm I just needed to not interact with people for a while and that's because that's how I deal with stuff. I don't, uh, I don't put it on other people. I just shut down and go radio silent. And it's what I needed to do. So for the most part, I just went radio silent and I was listening to audiobooks of one of my favorite series, which is the Percy Jackson series. And I did that all week. And I just let it play so that I could unwind and still going to work. I just needed time to get things back under control. That said, I am doing better. It's... It's, it's getting there. One of the ways I deal with my anxiety is the logical side of my brain will take over and say, there's nothing you can do about this, and whatever happens, happens. Deal with the consequences and move on. It just takes a while for the logical side to kick in. So that's my explanation for where I was last week. Uh, this week, I'm still feeling, you know, the mode. And I just... I just felt like I should give a brief explanation. And... Yeah, then we're going to talk about, I don't know, probably Dominaria United since that's, like, coming out in a week or the pre-releases in a week yeah we're gonna do that so i'll be right back i just want to take a minute to tell you about my patreon 
I know times are hard for everybody, and I know it isn't easy to shuffle around bills and stuff. Believe me, I know that. But if you would like to help support the podcast, you can find the links to my Patreon in my link tree, which is always put into the description of either the video or the audio, wherever you're listening to it. It would really mean the world to me. Honestly, I'm just struggling to make ends meet most weeks. But that's it. That's all. If you want to help, the links will be where you can find them. And welcome back. Now, I guess we should talk about Dominari United. And I think the first thing I want to address is the new cycle of basic lands which include things like uh haunted mire idyllic beachfront stuff like that where they are uh lands with basic land types that tap for two colors but enter the battlefield tapped i think these are going to be decent budget options for anybody that isn't ready to commit to like 100 percenting a uh, mana base. So I do think that they are, you know, okay. But I'm not singing their laurels just yet. Uh, Now, a little heads up, I do not do exhaustive set reviews. I honestly just pick out like five to ten cards that I want to talk about. And then we kind of go from there. So, the first one I want to talk about is Sarah Paragon. It's two white-white for a 3-4 angel. It has flying. And once, during each of your turns, you may play a land from your graveyard or cast a permanent spell with mana value 3 or less from your graveyard. If you do, it gains when this permanent is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, exile it, and you gain 2 life. I don't think I really need to explain where I like this. It's a relatively cheap angel. It's going to go into Giada. Then we have our new Shieldred, the Apocalypse. Two black black for a 4-5 Phyrexian Praetor. She has Death Touch. Whenever you draw a card, you gain two life. And whenever an opponent draws a card, they lose two life. I... I kind of like the newer Praetors. For one, they're not super busted. But, like, I, I kind of like this. It just kind of, it's just kind of generically good. But uh, yeah, next up we're gonna talk about Shivan, Shivim, Shivan, Shivan, Shivan. It's not Shivam. We all love him, but it's Shivan Devastator. X and a red for a zero zero Dragon Hydra. It has flying in haste. Uh, it enters the battlefield with X plus one plus one counters on it. I like cheap dragons. I like cheap dragons that can come down basically any turn. And I mean, it's a it's a it's a dragon hydra, and it's cool. Now, the next one I kind of want to talk about the the cycle of them, and that's the defiler cycle. So it's the defiler of faith, dreams, flesh. Uh, instinct and vigor 
They each have uh, keyword abilities, so white gets vigilance, blue is flying, black is menace, red is first strike, and green is trample. Uh, and then they each have uh, the same kind of text where it essentially gives your color of their color the ability to cast for two life, so it essentially turns all of your colored pips into Phyrexian mana. And then they each have an ability on top of that. So like the white one, Defiler of Faith. Whenever you cast a white permanent spell, you make a 1-1 white soldier creature token. And the green one is whenever you cast a green permanent spell, you put a plus one plus one counter on each creature you control. I think one of these things is better than the other. Uh, then there's another cycle I want to touch on real quickly, and that is what I'm calling the Lord cycle. Uh, so, like, Valiant Veteran is one in a white. It's a core soldier. Other soldiers you control get plus one, plus one. Uh, for three white, white, you can exile it from your graveyard to put a plus one, plus one counter on each soldier you control. It's a two-two. There is a blue Merfolk Wizard that has Flash, pumps Merfolk. You can sacrifice a Merfolk to counter a spell unless its controller pays one. It's a one-one. There's a... Human Cleric for the black one gives other clerics plus one plus one. You can pay three black black, tap it, and sacrifice another cleric to search your library for a black creature card to put it onto the battlefield and then shuffle. It's a 2-2. The red one is a Goblin Warrior, gives other goblins plus one plus one. And whenever it or another goblin you control dies, you exile the top card of your library. If it's a goblin creature, you may cast that card until the end of your next turn. It's a 1-1. One, one. And then the green one is an elf druid. It gives other elves plus one plus one. Whenever you cast an elf, you may pay a green. If you do draw a card, it is a one one. I think, I think the main takeaway here is that there is a lot of cards in these decks, or uh, a lot of cards in this set that I'm actually really excited for. Like threats undetected is two in a green. For a sorcery, search your library for up to four creature cards with different powers and reveal them. An opponent chooses two of those cards. You shuffle them into your library and put the rest into your hand. This is the green version of Gifts Ungiven. So, Gifts Ungiven, Threats Undetected. If you look at the art next to each other, they are in the same pose, but one's blue and one's an elf. And it's just the parallels are... Not lost on me. Uh, and then... Uh, man, there's so much in this set that I, I'm actually excited for. But let's look at some of the... Uh, some of the things I'm actually really excited for are the two color legendaries that are in this set. Uh, thing like uh, Ravaz of the Claw one black red for a 3-3 Vyashino Warlock with Menace. You can tap it to add two mana of any combination of colors, spend this mana only to cast dragon creature spells. And once during each of your turns, you may cast a dragon creature spell from your graveyard. Whenever you cast a dragon creature spell from your graveyard, it gains when this creature dies, exile it. I, I think that's wonderful. Uh, things like, let's see, we have a new Rada. A coalition Warlord. To a red and a green for a 3-3 Elf Warrior. It has Domain. Whenever she becomes tapped, another target creature you control gets plus X plus X till end of turn, where X is the number of basic land types among lands you control. 
A thing to point out in this set is that it says basic land types. So those common uh, dual lands that enter tapped do trigger for two basic land types. Or for two land types. Uh, yeah, and then uh, let's talk about some of the ones that uh, oh what is it oh the uh, stained glass art which is honestly quite beautiful like I'm looking at squee dubious monarch uh, two and a red for a two two goblin noble with haste whenever he attacks he makes a one one goblin that's tapped and attacking and you may cast Squee Dubious Monarch from your graveyard by paying three and a red and exiling four other cards from your graveyard rather than paying its mana cost. So that's just... I, I don't know. I'm just kind of really excited for this set. And I don't mind the, uh, the uh, Painland reprints. I was kind of expecting it. I was also hoping to see the checklands, but I don't I don't think we're gonna be seeing those. Uh, yeah. Then of course we have our um I know they have a name for them, but it's supposed to be like reimagining legendary creatures from Magic's past. Uh things like uh Jeddah Ojanin Mercenary. One, a white and a blue for a 3-3 cat mercenary. Uh, whenever him or another legendary creature enters the battlefield under your control, you can pay a green. If you do, you make a 2-2 green cat uh, creature token with forest walk. Well, regardless, I have crazy dogs going off in the background. So, I'm very excited for this new set. And yeah i think that's gonna be all that i have to say so thank you for listening and i'll see you next week as long as i don't have another psychotic break bye thank you for listening all of my links can be found in my link tree in the description below i would like to thank ian foss and cody mulpey of the band the crypt for allowing me to use music for my opening and ending along with Nate and Erica Jacobs for making my original logo. And I would also like to thank Christina McNichol for creating my new logo. And I'll see you next time.